Fresh Art International, Sonic Encounter, Miami Beach, Florida, Cricket Taplin, and the legendary Sagamore Hotel. There was always a certain cachet about the Sagamore, and once we bought it, so many people said, we vacationed when we were kids at the Sagamore. Our, we got married and we t had our honeymoon at Sagamore. So Marty would say, well, if you got married and you had your honeymoon, then you're entitled to a free weekend at the Sagamore. It was all about just sharing such a, it wasn't a landmark. Yes. It just was very, very organic. It just happened so naturally. And it was a beautiful white hotel. I remember that the setting was white and cream colors, yeah. so elegant. Well, thank you. I read a description of you speaking about it as the hotel became a canvas for you. Exactly. But that was an accident because I'll tell you why. He was working very, very, very hard. He loved that hotel so much. He said, Cricket, I know where every screw, I know where everything is. And he was very passionate about it. So, here we are, coming up for our Basel, and Marty Margulies, Marty Taplin's best friend, said, Marty, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. The Art Basel's coming. Open the public spaces. I know you're not done with the rooms and everything, but finish two model rooms. And open the main space. We didn't even have furniture. We had nothing. So the first Star Basel was really, that was our debut. And then it got canceled because That's of right. the tragic 9-11 and people had already sent their work down. And so a group of people here in Miami said, no, we're, we're going to go forward. And Marty Taplin said, we're going to have a brunch at the Sagamore. I'm a <laughs> proud participant for several, several years in your Saturday morning art brunch. Yes. The Saturday at the Every end of Saturday. Art Basel, the reward for all of us doing all the hard work yeah. was to come and have breakfast at the Sagamore and experience your amazing collection. Thank you. Marty Taplin said to me, Cricket, what are we going to put on the walls? We have nothing. We don't even have furniture. And I said, you know what, Marty, maybe, maybe we could put our art collection on the wall just so that people don't see just white walls. And we did, and the public was thrilled. And it was a bold thing to do, but it was the right thing to do. And it elevated and made art accessible to everybody. Right, and the Sagamore became known as the Art Hotel. Exactly. And you became known as a trendsetter for Yes. for the art hotels that have popped exactly. up since. It was an opportunity that we had to work together and open our hearts. Also make art so accessible because to be able to walk into a hotel and nobody charges you and you can go and you can look at the walls and see the beautiful art, you can read about it. I even actually put my art books there for a time and we had it as a library. What do you remember introducing in that setting that no one had ever introduced before? Because I think you were one of the early adopters and collectors of video art. 
he loved all the videos and he loved Tracy Moffat and we had so many famous artists come and visit us and stay with us and Yoko Ono was there and I mean people would want somebody said to me when I go to that hotel I look at a collector here in Miami he and his wife would go to the hotel and we would see artists that we didn't collect or we may not have heard of but the work was good and you saw the plaque on the wall and we said who the if somebody said to me cricket who do I go to in New York? Where did you get this piece? It was all there, it was open. Roxy Payne with the mushrooms over the front desk. Where would you see that? It was a win-win. Will Ryman, the swing, the Massimo Vitale, all the wonderful things that we had. You even had video art in the cabanas around the pool. Yes, that was another idea Marty had. Marty was a very creative guy and he just enjoyed it. He loved hanging out in the pool and saying to people, what are you gonna do? Maybe you should, and he would give them ideas. Okay, you should go to this restaurant. You should go, don't forget to go to this event. Such and such is happening in Miami. You should make plans. And nobody knew he owned the hotel. He didn't say anything. He just loved talking to people and telling them where else they could go in Miami and he just loved it. When I had a meeting with uh, Robert Chambers and we were talking about the helicopter, purchasing the helicopter, of course, Marty was gonna get that helicopter no matter what. He loved it, he loved it so much. And he and Robert would talk about hanging in the lobby off. No, I mean, they had some great conversations. Let's describe Robert's rotor relief. Well, it's magical, it's fun. It's brilliant. A working helicopter. helicopter. Actually, it was in Vietnam. Actually, it goes, imagine, 175 miles an hour. I can't, it's like, it looks like a little butterfly in, in Bell Harbor, where it is now, placed for almost a, a year. It'll be up until mid-November of 2018. It just looks so small. Where at the hotel, the way it was placed, it looks so big, but I'll tell you, it certainly stops traffic. It's surprising and it's an honor for our family to have this artwork placed in that public spot because my father-in-law was one of the founding people of Val Harbor. Where this is is called the Founder Circle. It's hard to say, oh, this is my favorite child or this is... This is exciting. It's exciting. He's a brilliant artist. I am remembering now the number of special projects you did at the Sagamore. And there's one in particular that I imagine was an amazing experience as you were there to witness. And it, right. it's Spencer Tunick's nude photographs right. with the hotel as the context, the setting. We met Spencer, and we were familiar with his work. He did his performance pieces, I think that would be the correct word for it, in the streets of New York and on bridges and stuff. And I don't know how he accomplished what he did, but he would get the shot 
and that he would get arrested, you know? And that was part of it. So I guess it was mostly, I don't know how he got people not to drive on the bridge. I don't know how he got people to do all the things. And there were hundreds or thousands of people. And we're talking about an artist that stages nude photographs with thousands of people in the photograph. Right. And the fact that the Sagamore invited him. Yes. And that what he liked about the project was he wasn't going to get arrested. And, well, he liked many things about the project, but he stayed there. There was a whole crew of people, but it was private property with this very famous photographer. How many people were roaming was, around? How many nudes, nudes were roaming around? 800, and we had, you know, it was, it was a big, big, big deal because people had to be notified that this particular artist is going to be here. We're going to be at your room and knock on your door. So please vacate your room. We'll make sure nothing gets stolen, but you got to go on the balcony. It was a very complicated situation and lots of fun and very community oriented. People did things like I have a girlfriend and she just turned 50 and her husband left her and she was like, I'm going to do this. You know, this is going to change my life. I'm going to move on. And she did. So she was one of the nudes in the photograph. Yes. And it was interesting. Some people just stayed nude all day for the rest of the day. It was very interesting. So there were photos in different places within the space, right? Exactly. The last show called The Money Shop was in the front lobby and they needed 500 bottles of champagne. And they all had to pop and go off at the same time. How and they fun did is it. that? How fun is that? Exactly. We had a good time. Sometimes when you put things out in the world, they come true.